Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, I want to talk about slowing down. It's a theme that I frequently return to because I notice that I have a tendency to want to pack in as much experience, as much stuff as I possibly can into life. And I think it's a chronic symptom of just the culture that we live in, is that we want to consume more, do more, have more, be more, produce And it's a symptom in our economy, in the way that we do business, what we expect of ourselves, and that we're always pushing growth. And it's tough because we really have this big push to think of growth, self-growth, getting better at things, producing more, making your business bigger and better, going more places, having bigger vacations as being this really, really positive thing. And I want to break it down because I think it ends up having almost like a cancerous effect in our lives in that we keep striving, we keep wanting more, and we run ourselves down. And we sometimes run ourselves off of a ledge in pursuit of more, in pursuit of doing more, and in pursuit of having it already done and add more stuff to do so that you can do even more as though having made more things, had more experiences, been more places, accumulated more stuff, somehow makes our lives more meaningful when we get to the end of them. And I have to question that for myself to remind myself to even consider, is that necessarily true? And does it make me happier? And I'm trying to ask that as a question to really get into my own heart and decide for myself, what's good enough? what is good enough? What what do I want to experience? And do I need to have that experience constantly or more or bigger or 5,000 times in order for it to be enough? It's a good question to ask because it's very easy to mindlessly pursue more. And it makes me anyway, tired, ragged, kind of mean, disappointed in myself, like frequently, thinking, oh, I should have done more. I wish I had accomplished this. Why hasn't this been done yet? And that kind of self-criticism and being down on yourself doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve anybody. And I think it comes frequently from this expectation that we have that everyone is supposed to be barreling forward at speed, accomplishing a ton of things, that that is the measure of a life well-lived and someone who's worth being around, And we never feel like we're living up. Think about that. (laughs) It's just really hard and frustrating. And I think it's an unreasonable expectation. And it's so hard to tell someone, why not expect less? Because it seems like you're giving something up. And innately, we don't want to give up anything that we think that we have. But let's think about it. Because sometimes what we're fighting to keep having is something that we don't even have and don't even necessarily want. So if you find yourself in a situation 
And I'm going to share my current situation so that I can just discuss it and give you a reference point where you take on a lot of projects <laughs> and you're like, I want to get this done. And you accumulate more and more things that you want to get done. And you just continually, while you're in the process of doing them, feel like you're never going to finish. So that's been my experience lately is I've taken upon myself to do a bunch of things that at the initial outset I felt was completely reasonable and I should be able to do all of them. And that is technically true. I can do all of them, but I cannot do them all at once. I can't do them at speed. I can't get, you know, six projects done well in a short amount of time. And I think that this is what's making me clarify for myself the speed at which I am happiest or the pace at which I'm happiest moving to remind myself that that's slow. I like to continually be moving forward. That seems to be something that I'm going to do no matter what, but I like to do it at a slow and steady pace and not at breakneck speed. And I dislike having too many accumulated things that I've put in the path in front of myself and said, you must do all of these because it doesn't allow me enough adjustment room to flow with life, to make adjustments and decide that there's something else I'd like to pursue next. So this is something that I'm actually realizing again. It's a realization that I come to frequently where I'm like, oh yeah, you can get excited about a project. For me lately, it's been the sewing projects and wanting to make dresses. That's awesome. I really enjoy doing it. And what I've gained this time around is to go, maybe what you want to do is buy one pattern, buy one set of fabric, do that project, and then decide what inspires you next or what you'd like to work on next. Rather than deciding in advance, here's all these seven projects that you're going to make. And now they're all sitting around cluttering up my space and freaking me out. <laughs> and it's not that I don't want the experience of making them or that I don't want the end product. So I think this is where we can get confused is like, but I want to do all those things. I want to have all those experiences, but I need to allow there to be space for them to manifest like I can even get all the stuff to make it happen, but it still takes time. Like there's many parts to the equation of anything actually coming to be. And there's only so much human energy that I produce or have access to in any given point in time. And it makes me have to remember that I'm a human being and you are too. And as a human being, we are located in time and space and consciousness and a body. And that innately puts limits on what we personally physically can accomplish. And that's just the truth. So when you look at nature and you look at the cycles of nature, you notice that it is relentlessly moving forward in time. Things continuously change and there's cycles and patterns and there's a season of growth, a season of like prosperity, a season of falling back and dying back of dreaming and of nourishment, those slow periods and those periods of break, rest, recuperation, growth happen not only in giant bursts, but also in mini cycles. So if you think about like when you're awake, you're awake, but then the day passes, your energy peaks, it comes down, you're tired, you need to sleep and recuperate and recover. And it happens on a daily basis even on an hourly basis, like our energy levels ebb and flow like the sea, it is what we are. And in a season, there will be a season where we're hugely more productive, where we're awake a little longer, there's more sunshine, there's more energy, there's more food, 
All of those things are normal and natural. So it's okay to have a go time and a slowdown time. What isn't okay is thinking that all times are go time, that all times are production, that all times need to be do as much as you can, get as much done, show what you have for it, go, go, go. It's what burns us out. And nobody enjoys that feeling of going, I've given everything I have, and this doesn't feel like enough. Now what? So let's return to that place of calm acceptance when you go, it's unreasonable to think that anyone, anything can produce constantly, can always grow. Nothing in nature grows forever. It eventually dies. And here we have this concept that even our economy, right? Like the way that we trade and grow, everything has to continually be producing more, making more, having more people work harder to create more in a shorter amount of time at speed so that we can keep growing and consuming. And that's not sustainable. And it makes us all tired and it makes us sad. (laughs) And we lose meaningfulness in that pursuit. I recently got an email from one of the companies that I really, really love called Aura Cacao, and they make whole food chocolate, basically. So they will go work with farmers that have small farms. They grow the cocoa beans. They harvest them mindfully. They're producing them with quality. And the product that they make is not a highly refined like chocolate bar. They're making little discs of cacao and they're selling them at ceremonial grade where you're meant to kind of melt them down and drink the chocolate. And they have some spice blends and some really great stuff. I love what they do. And they sent an email talking about the importance of slowing down and slow, sustainable production and what that means for a company that wants to grow and what's reasonable and what's good. And I really, really resonated with what they said because I am a business owner and I've owned multiple businesses. And they said, hey, with this company, we're doing it different. We are very mindful to slow down and not grow past the pace at which we can keep up and keep providing this beautiful product. So if that means there's only enough profitability to employ this many people, that's what it is. If it means that something is in growth and then hits a reduction cycle, we don't provide that for a while and we let it recuperate and come back. We go with the flow and we listen to what's actually happening so that we can enjoy this job, so that we can provide a really great high quality product. And if that means that it needs to cost more, then that's what it is. And we can stand behind that and be happy. And each and every one of us in this company has come from being a business owner. I think he said there's like five of them. And all of them have had the experience of growing a business at a pace that burnt them out. They didn't like the job anymore and they didn't want to do it anymore and they couldn't keep up and they would hate to see that happen with this product and this communion that they have with this plant, right? And these people and the farmers, this, I don't know, wonderful relationship that they have with all the moving parts of their business. They're like, I would hate to fall out of love with that. And that's what comes from pushing the pace too fast. And I so appreciated them saying that. And it made me think, you know, thank God there are businesses that are taking that into account, that there are natural cycles of ebbs and flows. 
and that you can tap into something that is meaningful for you and that provides joy and that gives a product that people appreciate that you choose to do at a pace that is sustainable for you, that brings benefit to everyone involved, and you don't push it beyond the point where it starts to be resentful, painful, harmful to the very thing that you're trying to give and the thing that you're trying to promote. And I went, man, that's so nourishing. Thank you for sending that. <laughs> and I wanted to share it with you in case you are living that reality where you realize what you're doing needs or wants or is calling you to go at a pace that feels more natural and human. And my God, what would the world be like if we could all begin to do that and say, I want to help. I want to show up and be in my best capacity. And this is how much I can give. This is how much I can sustain, but you can't keep pulling from me as though there's an energy supply that doesn't exist beneath me to pull from that depletes all of us. You get a crappier product, you get a crappier experience, you kill the messenger, essentially, you kill the people that are producing. We need to stop. And I just, oh, I would love everybody to stop expecting so damn much from everyone else and from ourselves. And to start expecting what's possible and expecting us to show up in our best capacity, which is only possible when we're not pushing ourselves too far. So I want to say that with the caveat that, of course, in order to become a better person to grow, like we're always pushing ourselves to be the best that we can. But that doesn't mean pushing yourself so far, so often, constantly that you never recuperate, right? So there is a nice balance to be struck, and you do see it in nature as well, where there's a healthy zone, where you're challenging yourself just enough that you're getting stronger, you're challenging yourself just enough that you are outshining your neighbors or whatever it is, that you're finding your place, that you belong, and that you thrive. And we see you know, like just seedlings, right? The ones that aren't in a place where they thrive, they don't get enough nutrients, they don't get to grow as much. The ones that take everything from everyone else and grow really fast, but then don't have the support network around them, so then they fail. So it's recognizing that we all are a part of each other. We're meant to support each other. There's ways for us to survive and thrive. And I don't know to just be human about it, to just be human which to me means be kind, <laughs> you know, recognize that we're social, we need each other. And we do best when we're there for each other, not for ourselves, if that makes sense. So I would ask you today to think about what it is that brings you joy, that makes you feel like you're in flow, the thing that's calling to you that you want to be a part of, and the thing that makes you feel the most yourself. And to ask yourself, Am I doing it in a way that will continue to sustain me and bring me joy and help me grow within that capacity? Or have I been pushing it too far? Or have I been completely neglecting the thing that makes me feel like myself and like I belong in service of doing this other thing just because I feel like I have to? And that's what makes me money or whatever. It, it, I know it's so complicated, you guys. <laughs> I will not deny that life is hard and we're all in our own way, you know, stuck in some capacity with the way that we function, right? Like we're beholden to other things. But I think the more that we consider these bigger questions, it's almost like philosophical questions about what 
should we be asking of ourselves? What should we be asking of each other? And what could we be content with? And are we actually content with way less? And if that's the truth, how can we steer ourselves, our communities and our societies into being that more content, more belonging, more supportive fabric that helps everything do better? Mm. Deep thoughts. Friends, I hope that you have a marvelous week and that this question I don't know, gets you thinking and helps you strike a more sustainable and pleasurable balance in your activities and the ways that you approach stuff such as hobbies and obsessions. <laughs> Maybe it'll change the way that you, um, that you think about what's possible in a certain timeline. That's certainly what I've been pondering for myself. And I hope that that brings you a little bit more joy and lets you feel better when you recognize that maybe you've pushed it a little too far and your expectations are unreasonable. I'm always thankful when I recognize that my expectations have been unreasonable because then it means that it's not me that's like terrible and can't keep up. It's just that the expectation was unreasonable and I shouldn't be aiming for that. Mm. Anyway, have a marvelous week and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.